Welcome to Symbionic Titan in Review, episode number four, The Phantom Ninja. The episode begins on Galaluna. We see the destruction and move underground to see wounded soldiers and civilians. All of a sudden, the ground shakes, and boring Mutrati beasts invade the underground hideout. One of the soldiers says, If only we had Lance. I know he could help even the odds. The word is he's on a mission for the king, and I'm sure it's far more dangerous than this. We cut to Lance staring at the school clock, obviously bored out of his skull. He looks around to see a punk sleeping and a nerd next to him, who's drawn a picture of Lance and himself riding a unicorn over a rainbow fighting a dragon. At lunch, the kids are trying to choke down the radioactively green stretchy vomit that is their meal. Alana is not too keen on eating it. She stands up on the table and yells, Excuse me, everyone! Hello! Everybody stop! This food is unsafe! Unhealthy! I think change is needed. I think it's time to demand healthier food. I want to help. And we can start by creating a new school menu. Something nutritious. A healthy body means a healthy mind. We can band together and make this happen right now. Who's with me? The kids immediately go back to their conversations, and Lance excuses himself from the table. Back on Galaluna, we see the king being torturously shocked by Medulla's gem that looks like an eye, and asks how the king's daughter keeps defeating the beast being sent to Earth. A red insect-looking beast with yellow eyes and a very long snake-looking body wraps itself around the king. The king says nothing they will do will make him betray his daughter. Medulla says, Proceed. Very well, master. The beast open the, opens the king's mouth and forces itself headfirst into the king's body. The beast asks, How is your daughter defeating our creatures? Is she alone? The king says through gritted teeth, No! How many others? Two! Who are they? The beast slides out of the king's mouth and tells Medulla he is a strong man indeed. Medulla then sends the beast to destroy Alana and the other two who are helping her. Back on Earth, Alana and Octus are baking Gary Cotto or Koto. To be honest, I don't know how you say it. Garyan Koto. Octus has substituted Galilean ingredients for Earth ones, but claims it should be just as good. Lance comes down the stairs and asks if anything has come through the rift gate, and Octus informs, informs him not since he asked ten minutes ago. Alana and Octus attempt to get Lance to try the food, but of course he's reluctant. Lance gets more angry as they ask and eventually snaps by saying no, as the pot on the stove explodes from too much pressure. That night, Lance lays awake in his bed and grabs his jacket to go out for some midnight parkour. He notices some police are at a building, and a man inside says, Eat it, pig! Lance stealthily runs around the building and finds his way inside. 
Inside, he hears the two criminals talking. One asks why he had to take someone hostage. Lance starts the copy machine as a distraction and incapacitates the two criminals. The hostage yells through the glass not to shoot. Lance runs off into the night without anyone else catching a glimpse of him. We cut to the rift gate opening and the snake-like beast coming through in a spacecraft. Back on Earth, a couple is getting frisky in the back of their car when the ship lands right behind them. They don't really notice. Oh my, you just rocked my world. Cut to Lance waking up in a wonderfully happy mood. He comes into the kitchen with a smile and good cheer. Alana and Octus seem almost concerned with his behavior. Lance then downs a pile of fruit and a plate of breakfast in a matter of seconds, while Alana is making a sign for her food tasting party. Lance is in such a good mood that he even agrees to help Octus and Alana pass out buttons at school for the Yes to Healthy Food campaign, until Octus tells him that he monitored a Riftgate opening. But Octus explains that it was nothing but a small anomaly. On the TV, the hostage from the night before is talking about someone who saved him. I don't know. He, he came out of nowhere. And he was like, wham, boom, chop. And then, uh, and then whoosh, he was gone. He was like a phantom ninja. He done saved my life. At school, two snotty but kind of hot girls are walking and are stopped by a chipper Alana asking them, uh, to join the food tasting party. The two ignore Alana and Octus until Lance asks if they'd like to come and then immediately answer, sure. The news spreads around the school fast as rumor. That night, we see Lance going uh, back out to stop more crime. The next morning, he rushes into the car to go to school with a tangled mess of hair and baggy eyes. The night after that, we see the beast reading an alien device as Lance is following cop cars to a crime scene. The vigilante called the Phantom Ninja has struck again, this time caught on an ATM security cam. Another crime stopped by the mystery hero. Lance is stopping a bank heist at night when he gets surrounded and activates his armor. This alerts the beast device. Lance drops a single grenade in front of the criminals and ends up creating a burning bank. After walking out of the flames and seeing the civilians and police, he flies away. Ooh. I think I just swallowed a frog. He flies away and the beast follows. Lance disengages his armor and the beast loses his lock on him. Back at the house, Octus is waiting for Lance in his room. Octus begins questioning why Lance had his armor activated. Why was your suit activated? Huh? Oh, uh, yeah. I was running and I fell and it accidentally turned on the armor. For nine and a half minutes? Well, I... I was just making sure it wasn't damaged or anything. Your heart is beating awfully fast. Will you stop monitoring me? I told you what happened. Lance. I need to go to bed. Good night, Octus. Lance then hits his bed and immediately falls asleep at 3 in the morning to be woken up at 2 in the morning. Or 2 in the afternoon is what I meant to say. By Octus and Alana preparing for the food party. As Lance stumbles out of the house, tired as all get out, he sees cop cars passing. And Octus surprises Lance by saying, Know what you've been doing. What? I saw this on the news today. Alana hasn't seen it, and I won't tell her. As long as you stop what you're doing. Octus tells Lance that his actions could put them in trouble. And, go and Lance goes upstairs to take a shower and finds a tux in his room with a note on it from Alana saying she thinks he would look great in it. 
As Lance puts on the suit, he hears sirens and can't help but grab his hoodie and follow the sound atop a building. He asks himself what he's doing. He's surprised when the beast repeats what he just said and shoots him with a blast. At the party, Alana asks where Lance is, and people at the party start getting antsy. Lance is on the beast's ship in a holding device set up much how the king's how the king is being held. The beast thanks Lance for activating his armor and tells him he would never have found him if he didn't. He then opens Lance's mouth and enters his body, then asks where the princess is. Lance tells him Sherman High School, and the beast leaves to go there. As the people leave the food tasting party, Alana tries to tell them if they wait, Lance will arrive. Alana seems extremely saddened by the uh, but the door opens and the beast enters the building. Octus tries to hold back the beast, uh, but with no effect. Ilana fends off the beast, but only for a moment. Back on the beast's ship, Lance mutters up enough strength to pull one hand free and activates his armor. Lance immediately shows up at Sherman High School and attacks the beast as it has Ilana pinned to the ground. The beast rushed back at the princess, but when he realizes he's outnumbered, he runs outside. Ilana and Octus form Ilana, Lance and Octus form the symbionic Titan. The beast is now in its ship and records the Titan as he begins to shoot some lasers at ankle height of the Titan and scurries away as the Titan tries to stomp the insect looking ship. The beast launches a tracker probe right before the Titan succeeds in squashing the nasty bastard. Lance says that they need to shoot it down, but they are too late as the probe leaves the atmosphere and goes through the rift gate. Back at school, Ilana looks depressed at the destruction to the school and the fact everyone left the party, until she hears Lance. I know that Fufu looks bland and boring, and you're probably wondering why you need it, but then you take a bite, and you realize that the blandness is a vital part of the meal, and necessary to keep everybody healthy. You're so deep. Lance scoops some food onto Alana's plate. Back at Galaluna, Medulla continues to mentally and physically torture the king and tells the king to give him all the information he knows. Medulla then holds up a hologram version of the Titan. The king displays a look of shock and credits. Alright, now it's time for... My favorite part of the podcast where I just get to talk and ramble on and talk about this show. Um, actually, let me go ahead and explain something. I know that this show hasn't been updated since like September or October of 2010. Well, that is because I gave up on the podcast. But I am back to finish it. And uh, I- I've kind of, I feel like I've got enough podcasting behind me now to tackle something like this on my own. Now, I understand most other people probably don't, but they can just fly a kite. Um, but I, I'm i having a lot of fun watching this show, especially since episode three is where I quit watching it. So I'm watching it fresh right now, and uh, I will not skip ahead. I'll watch it every week as the podcast is released, and the way I actually watch um the show is i watch it and i write down what you just heard i i write down the entire episode as much as i can get in without sounding too extra boring 
So I think I've kind of gotten that down. Um, but as for this episode, the la- I also want to mention really quickly, I had been um, re-watching the first three episodes and then listening to the podcast I recorded immediately after to see if I still thought the same thing, to see how I f- felt about it, and to see if I, you know, should even continue doing the podcast. Well, the show has me interested, and as I watched episode three, I was like, man, this is really boring, which I said in the last episode. Well, this episode was really awesome and a lot of fun. And uh, I've actually got to say it was just awesome. From the moment Lance jumped out of the house and started doing all the parkour and fighting all these criminals, and the criminals were nasty looking. Like, they did a really good job. Um, Gendy Tartakovsky obviously had a really nice thing going here, but... It seems like they keep pushing and pushing the fact that this show is PG, um, especially with the kids or the teens in the backseat of the car. Oh, you rocked my world. I was like, wow, they really, they went for it there, didn't they? Um, But my favorite part of this episode has got to be, because this is going to be a segment, favorite part of the episode, was whenever the kid held up the picture of him and Lance riding a unicorn and... uh, I will have that picture up on the website, symbionictitan.wordpress.com. S-Y-M-B-I-O-N-I-C-T-I-T-A-N.wordpress.com because that picture is hilarious. Um, I've got another side note real quick. Uh, the, the beast in this episode was really weird. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little blue here. That beast was, I think, in most hente. Um, it was creepy. He's like swarming the people and then opening their mouths and then entering their bodies and it's creepy as all get out. I gotta say, I was genuinely thinking that that was nasty. Um, but I mean, whatever, whatever works. Um, something else I want to mention that I find a little odd was whenever Alana and Octus were baking food for the first time, for some reason, Octon had his Newton, uh, display on whatever they use whatever you would call it he was displaying himself as newton the student and not the father um i don't know why he would be doing this at home but i i just found that a bit odd i don't think it was continuity necessarily and another note is whenever lance came back into the house for some reason octus was just in his robot body so i don't know if they're just trying to make it not seem boring with him being in just one one display, but I thought that was interesting. Um, I, I also figured I should kind of talk a little bit more about this podcast since I haven't given a whole lot of information out as to why I'm doing it. I actually got the idea from a podcast that was, I don't know, four or five years old, and it's called The Annotated Alchemist. It was a podcast in which the guy did it solo, and he basically did exactly what I'm doing because I stole the idea from him about Full Metal Alchemist. And his podcast was fantastic. I've listened to it over and over because I love that show. Unfortunately, you can't get the podcast anymore. Um, and he, de- he never finished the series, but he did a great job with it. 
and it kind of made me want to do a show like this. So whenever Symbionic Titan got announced, I figured it would be a good one to go for. Um, I got to say, though, I was so disappointed in myself listening to the old podcast, not only because the mics sounded terrible, and I know these mics don't sound perfect, but they sound pretty good. Uh, the mic sounded terrible, but I mispronounced a lot of words, including Galaluna, Mutrati, Medulla. Um, there's plenty more. Uh, another thing is these podcasts will be coming out on Tuesdays, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, the podcast is already in iTunes, and uh, you can always visit it on the website at symbionictitan.wordpress.com. That's S-Y-M-B-I-O-N-I-C-T-I-T-A-N.wordpress.com. And you can always send me an email at Symbiontitan at gmail.com. That's S-Y-M-B-I-O-N-I-C-T-I-T-A-N at gmail.com. I would love to hear your feedback, uh, not only on the podcast, but on the show. And I know that there's no DVDs and I can't find it streaming online, but I mean, (coughs) we're online. So take that as you will. Thank you for listening this week. The Phantom Ninja, I think I should start a rating system. Like, Lance is like, eh, I didn't think it was very good because I'm too cool to like anything. And Octus is like, these are, this is my rating system, by the way. And Octus is like, it was good. It wasn't that bad. There was really no feeling behind it. It was just really good. And Alana's like, oh my god, this episode was amazing. And then Mutrati is like, this episode was crap. But I'm going to have to give this one an Alana because this episode was really, really good. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a nice week. Sayonara.